0: Hello everybody. Uh, how are Hello. you doing today? We are here yet again. Um, this is our podcast, uh, Love Us As We Are. I'm Miracle. Hey. I'm Kenya Chanel.
1: And I'm, I'm Punkin.
0: And today we're going to be talking about loving me, myself, and I. Um, you know, this for me, this kind of hit home, guys. Um, I actually sat down and i you know, really took some time and defined actually the me, myself, and I, and what it, you know, was representing in my life. And right now, I want to say that I had said that the me actually represents what others think I am. And then I had said that myself represents the bridge between the me and the I. And then the I for me represents who I am to myself. And um it just kinda hit home because I was just like doing like a, a self evaluation and an assessment of how I came to who I am today currently. Um, you know, it's it's been a rough road from birth, actually. Um for those who don't know me, I was actually born prematurely, uh three pounds Fourteen or sixteen ounces, you know, come in the world fighting, um, you know. I, I find that. Well, let me take it take it back a step further. I'm finding that because I'm always asking, "Who is miracle?" And I'm finding that I am miracle. I, it's, it's just no other way for me to 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 put it. Um, I am that one that, you know, always wants to try and help others. I'm always that one to not think less of myself, but I give so much that I forget to give to myself. And I think the topic for today, it hit home because that's something that I had to, you know, really work on. You know, you can't give so much and, and not pour into yourself. And so, you know, again, guys, when we came up with this whole Love Us As We Are movement, that was really one of the things that um, hit home for me because, again, you know, we want to pour into you all, but we also have to pour into ourselves. And so, um, like I said, over my experiences, you know, the past relationships, you know, that I've had and... Growing up, you know, without my biological father, he had um, gotten killed, I think, when I was either one or two. And I've always been um, in a situation or, you know, in the back of my head, I've always yearned for, you know, that bond between a father and a a daughter. Of course, you know, I I had my stepfather. Shout out to Glenn Corley. But, you know... You still yearn, you know, for that biological dad, and I, I didn't have that. And so, from the, you know, the relationships that I was in, now looking back, I could tell, you know, the issues. I don't think I ever really lost myself because I've, I'm, I'm a strong, you know, individual and I'm very, you know, strong-headed, and I've, I haven't experienced depression or anything like that. But I compromised and thinking about this topic loving me myself and i i had to get to a point where i began to love myself because if you love yourself you're not going to compromise for nobody you know it's just like until you get sick and tired of being sick and tired you're not going to do anything Mm -hmm. about it and i think i had gotten to that point and i just really began to you know turn around um and uh, again audience, I am not perfect. I still have flaws, but I think the difference between now and then is that I'm at a stage and I, I I'm I'm more God conscious now. I'm because you know I'm spiritual. And um he's just you know giving me the strength to just really self-evaluate and to to look past you know what's on the outside to begin to work on what's in the inside. And it's a two way street because, you know, in order for you to love somebody, you know, genuinely, you have to first love yourself. Mm -hmm. And in order for me to love you, I got, again, I got to love myself. And I had to get past that. I had to get past that, but I know I'm talking a lot. So I need you to elaborate more on that part. That last part that you just said. Cause that right there could help somebody. This is what we're here for. It's an eye opener. Well, um, in reference to, you know, first loving yourself, I think one needs to, again, do that self evaluation and you have to be honest, you know, hands down, you have to be transparent with yourself. You you have to be honest. You have to be open. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think you really have to evaluate your life experiences and also, you know, the people that you have surrounding, you know, who that circle. Yeah. That, that personal circle. And even some of your, your family members as well, you know, you, it's a purpose for everything. Yeah. There's, there's, there's a purpose for everything. And so you have to really sit down and kind of connect with your inner being. Um, and sometimes, um I was also thinking that for me I have to c- to connect with God, you know. Yeah. I'm a Christian. But for those who are not Christians, you know, you still have to have something beyond you that you can kind of look at. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't really explain explain it, but it's like I, I don't you know. Be open. Yeah. And flexible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go, and flexible. And flexible, but i don't know it's 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 just you have to take a deep evaluation and but then again, you also have to have that mindset you have to change your mindset as well, because it's like if you really you know want to stay in the same you know predicament until you really get that 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 mindset that you you want more for yourself. Or you, you know, you want more um, from others. You first got to pull it out from yourself. That's right. It's a self-reflection. It's like you're looking at a mirror. Mm-hmm. And you that's know. That's why we're here. Yeah. Yeah. The man in the mirror. Right. Right. Um, just and 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 piggybacking off of everything that you're saying is what we were talking about prior to this segment and recording, and that's. Being in leadership, a lot of times, or in a position where you're in front of people, right? a lot of times, uh, those positions, uh, you can get so caught up in the service of what you're doing mm-hmm. that you literally forget about yourself. yeah, And you get burnt out, you Quickly. know, because you're running here you're doing this oh i need you here i need you without even thinking mm-hmm. that i'm not going to give myself an hour out of this 24 hours that God right. bless me with no i'm not deserving of it because i got this this and mm-hmm. the third. that's where the mindset has to change like right if we're going to be projecting that out to others we first have to be epistles or examples of that which we're, were saying right what right. you preach yep that's it. I totally agree. I totally agree. I'm pumpkin. Did you have um something that you wanted to add? What What do you think? What is loving me, myself, and I for you? Well, for me, well, oh, first of all,
1: good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever, good ever something. Hello. Hi there. <laughs> okay, as y'all already know, right uh, I'm pumpkin. Yeah, I'm a little strange
0: one, but I'm. Okay, so listeners, this is our Medea of the family. Yes. (laughs) We love her. Yes. So we, we, I definitely want to know what me, myself, and I, what loving me, myself, and I means to her. I have to hear her side because I know it's going to be a spin. Yes.
1: (laughs) Okay. Well, let me tell you a little bit about myself. I'm a mother. I'm an aunt. Aunt rather. I'm a sister and a whole lot of other things in between. I have three children, two boys and a girl, a Tiara, and a host of others that call me mommy or auntie. I have a passion for helping people, reaching out, trying to do things for others. Again, just like my niece said, we do so much for others, we forget about ourselves. But I'm kind of getting off track. I was born out of wedlock. I grew up. My upbringing was very harsh. My mother was abusive. One of the, the reasons why she was abusive because she had a child by a married man. Yeah, putting it all out there. Uh, this married man did not leave his wife. So my, my mother, being who she are, a strong individual, decided to get her point across by evicting me out of my house. Well, not my house, her my house. house. And the way she evicted me at six months. Yes, I was six months old, so I've been dead, dead, dead all my life. <laughs> at six months, she put me out. And when she put me out, she gave me to my dad. And he put me in his little bomber jacket. And so I'm telling my age now because <laughs> bomber jackets, be you going know, back way back. <laughs> but anyway, uh, he put me in the bomber jacket with not a pamper, not a loves. But a regular cloth diaper and a rubber pants. so he's in the age now. So, <laughs> <laughs> he put me in his bomber jacket and took me to his wife. Now, we as black women know if a man brings another woman's baby to their
0: house, all poo-poo
1: is going to break loose.
0: I don't know. I wouldn't do that. It um, depends on the person. But it depends, but... A lot of us, yeah,
1: because we, yeah. we don't, we don't know how to love outside of that man or ourselves. Right. So, when he brought me in, like I said, most women were a snap, crack, or pop. My moms, not my biological moms, but my moms that you hear me talk about all the time, Marjorie Norman. Bless her soul. It's gone on now. Accepted me. She made clothes for me. She... Mm-hmm. Accepted who I was. She accepted the fact that her husband went out and slept with another woman and got this baby, this little black baby, and brought this baby on home.
0: Now, see, that's what I'm talking about. Love us as we are. That is a prime example.
1: She didn't look at me any different. And to add a little more to this story, Mm -hmm. at the time that I was born, my moms, not my biological mother, but my stepmoms, which I don't like calling her that, Marjorie Norman lost her own child. So, mm-hmm. I wasn't a replacement, but I was there to I guess help fill that need that she needed at the oh, time. God had orchestrated that. So, yeah, I stayed with her and him and finally my mom said, "Bring me back home" cuz what she was trying to do is we women know sometimes we do trying to cause confusion and cause him to get kicked out. Mm-hmm. But evidently, she didn't know the man she slept with because my father was a rolling stone, and a lot of y'all know what that means. Mm. Where he lay, mm, was home. So, y'all fill in the four blanks. So, to make a long story short, like I said, I was uh, born out of wedlock. I went back home. I was in an abusive relationship. I got put out by my moms at least three times before I turned 18. Uh, in the snow, it didn't matter, whatever. At that point, I did not know what it was to love myself. Mm. And the reason I didn't know what it was to love myself, because if your own mother yeah. cannot love you, right. who do you expect to love you? Is that if your own mother calls you a heifer or whatever name she felt like calling you that day, who else is going to be there for you? Right. Right. Uh, Again, putting my business out, I had three children, three different men, three different baby daddies. One of the things I said, I wasn't going to be my mother. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wound up somewhat being my mother, my actual biological mother. I was hateful, I was mean, and that was all because I didn't understand what love was. Mm-hmm. After yeah. having my children and everything, I started to see what love is. I saw what love was to me to give to another human being.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: In the process of giving it to the other human, my three little babies
0: and everything,
1: I was able to start seeing a different side of me. Was I still mean? Oh, heck yeah. That ain't the word I wanted to use, but yeah, I was still mean. In the process of me being the mean person I was and everything. If you cross me, you will remember you crossed me. I had mm-hmm. no cut cards. I had no... It was just...
0: It I remember that. A, <laughs> <laughs> i Pumpkin. I
1: mean,
0: no, she better. You know, so
1: I <laughs> was a witch. Now y'all rhyme it up and figure out what it was. And all. I mean, totally to the point where I just didn't care. Mm. It took me, my daughter, being born, For me to become to reality. With the boys, it was a little bit different because I had Mm -hmm. two boys. I made them into men. But that daughter that gives me a headache and gray hair every day still. (laughs) Jesus made me learn what love was. I became homeless. I had a good job. I lost my job. I lost my mind. I lost everything. Mm -hmm. And that little girl brought me back, started me on the path of coming back to God. Mm. Because I was no longer the mommy. I was the child. And she was the mommy. And she was only two at the time. Mm. Because she would come and hug me, kiss me, and say, come on, mommy, let's go take a bath. She wanted to take a bath. So I figured, "Well, oh, well, I guess it's time for me to take a bath. So, <laughs> you know, I mean, I went through it. And for someone to be homeless, not knowing where or how they're going to function is mm-hmm. yes, a horrible thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, I have more stories because, you know, um, anyway, I went through that. And I was in Texas. I came back to D.C., blah, blah. And in the process of coming back to D.C., I still did not know what it was totally to love myself. Mm-hmm. In the process of not knowing how to love myself. I came back, tried to get on my feet and everything, and family. Now, let me say this, and I'm going to make some people mad and the old puck is going to come out. I really don't care. (laughs) Uh, The bottom line is family is not always the person that blood runs through your veins. That's true. Mm -hmm. Family could be your next door neighbor. Family could be the person that lives across town They never seen you before, don't know you from Adam and Eve. Mm -hmm. I say that to say this. When I fell down, it wasn't family that lifted me up. Mm -hmm. The family that lifted me up was not my blood family. And today, every day, I thank God that I ran into or I was introduced to my family there's nothing that I can ever do that will ever make me say they're not my family. Mm -hmm. Because for one, they accepted me for who I was.
0: They loved that
1: old pumpkin to death. They -hmm. loved her, you know, when she had those moves, when she wanted to go outside and bust somebody in their face and did it. (laughs) So, I mean, in the process of loving myself, I was able to become more and more involved with God Mm -hmm. in the process of getting involved in God and everything. And I'm still, believe me, believe me, I'm still a work in progress, Lord Jesus, every day. We all are. We
0: all are, though. Nobody's perfect.
1: You know, I I pray that my hands stay down beside me. So, (laughs) you know, I mean, it's, but I recognize (laughs) now what... I've been through and what yeah. I'm going through. I've started to love myself, like I said, when the girl was born and everything. Everybody called her the little special girl. We love her to <laughs> death, but she's special as heck. But, uh, you know, I'm a flip right there, right? <laughs> <laughs> but, no, she is special, but we love her to death. But her, and I hate to use the word strangeness, and the things that she... Was involved in open me up to be me Mm -hmm. where I can go places, do things, and say, Hey, you know what? I'm enjoying me. This is me. You know, I got into church and everything. Shout out to Zion Church, (laughs) Pastor Battle. Thank you, Jesus, because Lord (laughs) knows. Lord Jesus, y'all taught me off the edge a lot. But anyway, and I'm a chat host, believe it or not. And I don't cuss as much. <laughs> but no, again, me, I'm still learning to love myself. There's not a day that goes by that I don't have to remind myself of where I've been, right? where I, I'm i at at this point, and where I'm trying to go. right? As far as I'm concerned, you know, to love me is the biggest Thing I need to conquer because yeah. I still don't love myself to the fullest because sometimes I give myself a little bit too much
0: mm-hmm.
1: and everything and mm-hmm. I'm not going to get into the household right now because Lord Jesus the religion will go out the window but anyhow <laughs> uh, being honest we're supposed to be transparent I'm not perfect I'm not perfect by a long shot. Mm-hmm. Nobody is. Nope. Everybody has some type of fault. And if you pointing fingers at me, time oh I saw her outside drinking, you may have. If yeah. you say uh you saw me cuss, you may have. But did that mean I'm not gonna get into heaven? No, that nope. doesn't mean that. Did that mean I don't love myself? No, that don't mean that. That means I'm a work in progress, and I'm still trying to do what needs to be done. Right. Right. So if that doesn't mean anything to God, then nothing does. Because God loved us enough to give his life mm-hmm. to come here to save our little nasty butts.
0: Yeah, he so, and he the only
1: one that's perfect, honestly. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's just a thing where, you know, we got to be able to accept the fact that everybody on here, on earth is a little bit different. Right. Everybody on earth has their own quirks, problems, or whatever. Yep. And we got to be open to accept that that man standing next to you may have just walked out of a house where his wife told him, I'm leaving you. I won't mm-hmm. be here when you come home. Mm-hmm. And he may not be able to say, well, you know, I'm going to walk past that or whatever. But we as people got to accept people, just like we said, love us as we are.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You got to you know. love them right where they are. You got to love yourself where you are. Mm-hmm. And I think like you said, once you begin to do that within yourself, then it's easy to, to out. yeah, to branch out branch. And, and you know, and to be able to do it, actually do it. Um you know, I think like you were saying, I like the part where you were saying like how um you were very hard on yourself. I think we all are. Yeah. I think we all are. Um And sometimes it's okay, but sometimes it's not. Um, I think just as long as we're conscious, you know, and I guess I should say love conscious, because if you're doing everything in love, then everything should be okay. You know, if your brother or your sister do something wrong to you, you know, you should be able to get over it. It might take some time, but eventually you should be able to move on, you know, um, I don't know. It's just. It's just. It's not that hard. And I think sometimes we just make it so freaking hard.
1: It's not that hard, but what we people fail to realize, we are human beings. Right. And one of the things that, in fact, I found to today, is a, a saying by us uh, this guy wrote this thing. I, I don't know how to say it, and <laughs> I'm not perfect, but anyway. What he wrote is, the one thing you can't take away from me is the way I choose to respond to what you do to me. The last of one's freedom is to choose one attitude in any given circumstances. So to me, that meant a lot Mm -hmm. because the way a person treats you is the way you react to people. Right. That's true. That's true. That person. So when people say, oh, you know, you can get over, you can get over it. Sometimes that get over is harder. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree as a mm-hmm. human being, than it is to say, Oh, girl, she ain't do nothing to you. What may not, and that's not getting in that home thing again, but what people say, I'd rather somebody to haul off and hit me than to use words to fight against me. Because yeah. words can cut you in a way that a fist. If you hit me with your fist, okay, I'm hurt for a couple of days and everything. But if you cut me with words by saying, you know, I'll use the man next door that was standing next to you. If his wife said, I'm leaving you, there's nothing he can do to come back from that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Those words are words that are cutting and hurting. So, you know, my motto for 2018 is 10 and 2. And people don't understand that when I say it. Because I plan on looking forward. And here goes my age again. It used to be when you drive, you used to keep your hands at 10 and 2 on the steering wheel straight, your eyes straight ahead. So in 2018. That is true. 2018, somebody else down their age too. uh, (laughs) 10 and 2 in 2018, that's what I plan on doing. And my other thing that I always say is cool beans. Because it's long. As you say, cool beings, because if you stay cool, everything else will work itself out. That's true. And everything. So as far as getting hurt or whatever, I understand where you're going with that miracle. But at the same time, and I'm going and you know about it, I'm going through a thing, but I've been hurt for 10 years. And I really still don't speak to the person, keeping it real. Uh, I have love for the person but I choose not to interact with the person. And that's my feeling. I'll be cordial, whatever, whatever, but at the same time, me being who I am, know that I haven't gotten there yet. No, yeah, 10 years. Oh, no, I'm sorry, 18 years. So, yeah, I can't kind of <laughs> <laughs> They don't call me Medea for nothing, okay? Mm-hmm. So... Uh, That being said, I mean, I'm human. Mm -hmm. If you hurt a person by words, words are, it's an awful thing. That's, I mean, God gave us a mouth to talk with. He gave us a tongue to use to help speak. He didn't give us that to cut other people up. Mm -hmm. And people have a tendency, and I do it too. I throw myself on the knife too. I do it too. I'll cut you in a minute with my tongue. But at the same time, now that I have gotten older, Mm -hmm. I realize the damage I can do with my tongue. Right. So, again, I guess with me, my outlook on who I am, what I am, I'm still a work in progress. Me, myself, and I, I got to love me first. Uh, I find I have to keep quiet a lot now. Which is good. Yeah. Uh, I try to not react. I try to stay more mindful of other people's feelings. Mm-hmm. When before, I really didn't care. And i got to be honest, sometimes I still don't. But I'll come back and I'm woman mm-hmm. enough when I do something wrong to say, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And One of the things I had said earlier, we as women, we as black women, we are our own worst enemy. Uh, We as black people are our own worst enemy because we don't love ourselves. Mm -hmm. We don't. We're like crabs. That's a good one. We're like crabs. When we see one going up, we try Mm -hmm. to pull them down. And this platform here here. is not to pull anyone down. Mm -hmm. It's to build people up. Uh, if you see me in the street and I just cussed you out, I did it out of love. I'm <laughs> being <And laughs> honest, you know what? I'm being really honest with you. I will come back and say, you know what? I was wrong. I, I, you know, I didn't, you know, I didn't mean to cuss you like that, but I'm having a bad day. But we'll take it to the next level. We'll go to stop fighting and swinging and everything. And that used to be me. now I try to go here and say, you know, Go ahead, child. Go with it. Go. But we. But it's it growth. Yes, I have grown a lot. And I'm still growing. And anybody that said they're not growing has given up on life. Because that's part of life. Yeah. To grow, mm-hmm. to learn, mm-hmm. and find out other things that you have needed. Mm-hmm. Nobody has done everything on earth. Mm-mm. I haven't mm-hmm. been to Africa I'm not going but I haven't been. There. <laughs> I mean the bottom line is it's something that you can learn every day in life uh-huh. and we need to be open to that and if we're open to that we'll learn to love others and also love ourselves. Okay. So I do not talk the whole lot and I'm tired now.
0: So I'm gonna <laughs> let that's my awesome. Auntie... That's what we need. This, this is what I mean this it's a hungry world out there and not only yeah. that. You don't even know you pouring into us, just yeah, sitting right a, here. You know? Oh my gosh! It's like because, I like, call movie, right? You know, it's like as long as I've known you, I didn't know some of that.
1: Well, mm-hmm. some of that, and I guess that's another thing people hide what they don't. That's want true. To see. That is true. People don't understand that people act a certain way because. Either they may be hiding something me. Mm-hmm. and don't want mm-hmm. people to know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, with me, I'm not. I mean, if you ask me anything, I think y'all already know this. If you ask me anything, I'm gonna tell you. You know, don't ask me if you don't want to know.
0: One the of the things, things I, I
1: do not believe in doing now at my uh, real grown folks age is telling stories because I don't got too old to try to remember lies. Ain't that the truth? You gotta I
0: mean, remember so. the last line. Yeah, it's not worth it. it. It's not worth it. So
1: now, if you don't want to know the truth, don't ask me. Exactly. I'm in a position where I gotta tell the truth. Because if you stole something and I saw it and they asked me, did I see it? Yeah, I'm going to say,
0: yeah, I saw it. I know, yeah, Yeah. that's where I'm at. So don't put
1: me in a position to have to tell on you. Don't put me in a position where I got to go to court and say, Your Honor, first of all,
0: you notice I didn't get my
1: government Mm -hmm. name. So, you know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, so audience, you're going to have to call her Aunt Pumpkin as well. Yes.
1: And I had a real serious issue with that one too. But anyway, like I said, I I don't talk too much. And everything, and I'm not trying to go into another segment with uh, our talk. I'm going to try to turn it over to my niece, and most <laughs> likely, we will be going into a part two with this because I just yeah. ran
0: my lips a little bit too much. But it's content, Auntie, that we need right here, um, uh, because. It's a world of people out there that are stuck and don't know how to overcome or get out of or don't think they're going to ever get out of certain situations and to hear somebody that's living and breathing that's saying, hey, I've Mm -hmm. been through that same thing, and you're older than me, you're still here, you're alive, and you made it through that? Mm -hmm. Well, I can make it through through it too. That's, you know... You won't know until you start getting that audience of people exactly. to you, and when it do, is it's it's gonna it's gonna bless you. It's, and it's, this is this is beyond us. It you is. Visually, it's to give the Father glory and to. But as we're doing that, He's gonna be sharpening us, mm-hmm. and He's gonna be pruning and cutting things. And I'm prepared because I've seen it before, especially in spiritual leadership and things. Is that He's going to be cutting and pruning and causing us, the, the mirror, to come right up on yep, you. He's right. going to present us with situations where we're going to be, you know, tested yep. in certain areas or what have you. Tested in our love factor, right. the very thing that we're that putting That we are out putting there. out. We're going to be right. held accountable. Right, and I right. think, you know, for me, that's why this movement is really touching home because it's holding me accountable. Yeah. Right. Even just yesterday, you know, somebody did something and I'm in my head, all I hear is love us as we are, (laughs) love us as we are. And, you know, it just, it triggers something, you know, I I just think that, again, we just really have to be transparent. Um, Mm -hmm. We just really have to, you know, tell our stories. And like you said, people are going to take our testimonies and they're going to see that there is light at the end of the tunnel. Right. Yeah. You know? Because
1: mm-hmm. who would ever thought me being homeless, not one time, but twice, I could come back and have a government job mm-hmm. working at a government facility, got a clearance.
0: Yeah.
1: And Lord knows I'm not in jail for killing nobody.
0: So, <laughs> I, uh, mean, yeah. I, mean,
1: I mean, who would have thought? I mean, it's a lot of things that we need to Help others
0: and reach out to others and everything, mm-hmm. but again, here I go with my lips again, and everything uh, I think um what's so awesome about this is that it's just something about you know when you spread in love, you know it it just fills the gaps, yeah, you know, it does it it just it yeah. fills the voids, yes that, that right. you. I I feel that me personally, it's, it's filling certain voids in my life that Mm -hmm. I know that are there that are, you know, and I'm just saying, father, thank you. Yeah. It's not, it's not so much about always me, 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 what can you give to me? But he's showing me through this process that, and you know, that when you're giving out, it come you, it 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 comes back. 'Cause when you're taking you're always gonna want. Mm-hmm. You're gonna always gonna mm-hmm. mm-hmm. want all the time when you're just a taker. hmm mm-hmm. You know. And you're yeah, that's not, yeah. you
1: don't know how to give. Right. And that's part of being able to love. You gotta be able to give unconditionally. hmm You can't it can't be a thing where, well, I'm married to you and I love you, I love you and then that person get cancer or whatever, and then you say, Well you're not know, what i married and I want a divorce now. That's not love. That's mm-hmm. not unconditional love. You have to be able to love not only yourself, but people around you yeah. and everything. So, I mean, we as a group, well, our little group, some here, <laughs> um, we want to reach out. We want to show that you're not the only one going through it. You know, mm-hmm. we all have been through things. I mean, and... Even though I'm the more seasoned person here, mm-hmm. it's times that I've called Miracle or called Kenya and talked to them about things that I'm going through because I also need that soundboard.
0: Mm-hmm. I need that
1: person where you can talk me off the edge because, like I said, nobody knows everything and nobody can deal with every situation that mm-hmm. comes to them. Right. You know. I'll ask, okay, let me know if what I'm saying sounds crazy. And tell me if I'm losing. Right, right. So, I mean, we all need some help somehow, some Some way to love each other. And once we start loving each other and everything, the world will be a lot better. It will be. I
0: totally agree. Just... Yeah, just even in my own life experience, and and seeing the lack of love that dwells amongst us, um. Yeah, if sometimes you you know that if you had that love or that guidance, that support or what have you you would be so much further right than you would be when versus being in situations where people pulling you down right. trying to like, cause you you, yeah, just drama and things but I'm Kenya Chanel. I'm um uh, <laughs> but um I'm coming to the table with um my story and and my testimony um I come from a family of I have eight siblings. Um, I'm one of the eldest of that crew of the nine. Um, I always, uh, I was always the the sibling or the oldest sister that took care of my little siblings and things. Um, I came up. It's. It, I will be honest because. It's about vulnerability. Mm-hmm. It's, it's always been, up until now, pretty tough for me to um, express my life and my story, where so many people, you need to write a book, blah, 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 this and that third. But I was always apprehensive about doing it because of the fact that I was always thinking about you know other people and mm-hmm. worried yeah, they, about how it's going to affect other people, what have you. And the advice I've always gotten from other authors, people that have already done it, is put your shit out there. Yep, put your that, just like that, just like that. No, put your story out there. Mm-hmm. And and it's it's almost like the same the same slogan as what we say in regarding in regarding like the you know you in a burning building or what have you. If somebody say to you, "Uh, it's a fire, you're going to get burnt, you're not going to hear them. But if somebody say, get your ass out, this, you're going to go. You're mm-hmm. going to take heed to that. So I took heed to what <laughs> that was being said. Mm-hmm. In my mind, I'm like, oh, it need to be, you know, pacify me. No, it was forcefully said, put it out there. And I was like, yeah. Well, no. Oh, so, yeah. So, long story short, not itemizing particular issues and things, but this came up, um, pretty much, almost like flowers in the attic. Me and my mm. siblings.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, <clears throat> and that's an old title to an old book or what have you, but pretty much I really, uh-huh. And what was relatable to it with me was just like, uh, pumpkin said, I had a pretty tumultuous relationship with my mother as well. Um, the line in our family, especially on my maternal, my mom's side of the family, um, where, you know, we come from, a a lineage of women that were very strong. Very strong. Our big mama was a, uh, she and Aunt Irene, and all of them, they were in cotton fields and were servants to, you know, white people and things of that nature. So a lot of the things that were passed down from them, it went from generation to generation, Mm -hmm. just trying to figure it out. So, at this point in time in my life, I'm no longer angry about my past or what happened, right. but it took a long time, and I can relate to what I'm talking what you said in regarding how sometimes people like the society we're in now, oh, you need to get over that, or you know, I was sexually abused for years, mm-hmm. and my mom never listened to me Mm -hmm. she heard me but then it turned into it's your fault right you did this right um as a little girl right and i didn't understand why i didn't have the protection that a child was supposed to get in regarding you know sexual abuse and safe haven you know and even into my adult years, where I've uh, experienced situations or what have you, and you know, it's like, wait a minute, I'm I'm in the right situation. I'm married, or you're my dad, or you're my mom, or what have you. According to our relationship, this is you know I should expect mm-hmm. protection, or I should expect you know love, or something. But in my backyard, it wasn't that quite that mm-hmm. way, um, and so uh, as a result, I was a person that proclaimed with my mouth that I hated myself, mm-hmm. and to so many people, it's like, well, why would you say that? You're you're pretty. You got um, uh, you're artist. Um, I'm, I'm a visual artist I sing, I have all these gifts I there's so many things I can do but regardless of all of that I did not value myself mm-hmm. right. that inner band mm-hmm. yes, there were plenty of times especially when I was heavy in the ministry and things um, I would talk so bad about myself one time a girlfriend of mine she said, "Kenya, you make me feel so uncomfortable
1: Please wow don't talk
0: about yourself like that i was like and in my mind it, i felt like i was beating everybody to it before you know, with, uh-huh. i think yeah i was forth or thinking that people were thinking this about me mm-hmm. so i'm like well let me just say this and get it out of the way mm-hmm. you know yeah and once i, I, I have gone through counseling um it started out as marriage counseling and then it turned into my own personal, personal. Individual. Mm-hmm. and one of the eye-opening things that uh, my counselor expressed to me in that in some of the sessions we were going in was you know she was going through the process you know everyone has that inner child in them and you know when you, as a child, you know, you're that per that's the real you. Right. But right. as you grow up and you start growing opinions and experiences and things of that nature, that child still is inside mm-hmm. of you. It's still there. Right. Be- but now you're an adult, but you what you end up, exactly, but that, that, that person that's inside mm-hmm. of you is that real voice that resounds out of you. But a lot of times as an adult with all the experiences and things of that nature, we become the adults that right. we say we never will be. Yep, right. And we be that person that shuts our own, we get in our own way. Right. And we shut that person down. So she told she showed me how I was shutting that little girl inside of me down. Wow. She asked me, she said, well, King, what did you always aspire? I said when I, since I was in Head Start kindergarten, I knew I needed to be on the stage. Mm-hmm. Um, my te in Head Start, the teacher pulled out certain students. She pulled out like set, five of us out of the class, and took us to Suitland High School. Went and and took us up on the stage, and she said. I believe that you all have a special gift in you. And oh. And I was small like faith. I was I remember I was really little and <clears throat> from that point they were the school, the the county and everything. They would just uh that's I guess, you know, they were saying, Okay, we'll put her in this program and this magnet program, you know, going to my mother about all these different mm-hmm. things that they noticed or what have you, but um once again, at that moment in time, I real I had all of this enthusiasm and, you know, this is, you know, I'm a, I'm great, but it dismantled, you know, watching the abusive relationship mm-hmm. between my parents. Um, and they had their, you know, uh, their shortcomings and things. They, you know, I love mom, I love my dad and things of that nature, but, and and there's no if ands or buts to it, right? Uh, and and that's how come I'm so gung ho as a mom on what it is that we show our children, right? right. What they see and what they experience and mm-hmm. what they hear. Mm-hmm. It's, it, it it is such that that right there is is my passion. Yep. Right. As as a little girl to to see. Some of the things that I've seen as a little girl and experienced some of the things I've experienced and the responsibility to protect me and my brothers, hide us under a bridge late at night, you know, uh, all types of situations that I've had to incur, it it shaped the mindset that I have now had to. Reverse mm-hmm. and, and shed. Yeah, to God be the glory. He, you know, you know, He showed me that using my testimony, helping other people in the past by having women's groups and things. Those things really helped me in the past, mm-hmm. you know. And I know a platform like this is a blessing because yeah, yeah. everyone, no one, I don't care how strong we are, right? No one is uh, a a. Above anything, above anything. Mm-hmm. or you have to. Abra- everybody's everything. breakable. Right. Yes, yeah. everybody's breakable, and nobody's exempt from you know the bad, what whatever that may be. And so, yeah, and so that's why I have such a heart for children. You know, give the children a chance. Mm-hmm. They, you know, what I'm saying. Give these. They're here for a reason, regardless of how they got here, regardless of what they're, they're here on purpose for a reason. And they're the greatest in the kingdom anyway. Mm -hmm. So we have to include them and, and treat them like they're people too. Mm -hmm. That's, you know, so um, with that said, you know, I'm, you know, just now, getting to a point, a place where it's like, okay, I really do love myself, mm-hmm. and and all that it came with, <laughs> and all that came with it, because Father, you made me, mm-hmm. you made me how I am. Because mm-hmm. I resented, I was like, why do I draw? Why do I do this? I'm not great, but that when you hear that all the time, or when you're you're experiencing situations that make you feel less than. Who you really are? Yeah. What you going? What do you think? Some people get um, conditioned right. to their environment. Mm-hmm. That's another thing, you know. Um, when you going through things, the mind is a powerful thing. The yes, you right. know what you think is what you are. Right. You know, and so I think the the key thing with you know the loving me myself and I it it, it definitely starts with your mindset because again what you think resonates in your heart and from your heart it, it it shows you know through your actions and then through your actions comes the consequences so yeah. it's just like you got to change your thinking change your stinking thinking, thinking mm-hmm. and then turn it around so that it's penetrating your heart and then from that, then you'll see a change in your actions or, or, you know, what you say or what you, you know, prong yourself to be around mm-hmm. and, and
1: yeah, things God. of
0: that nature. And so I think that's definitely, I, I mean, I there's things I didn't even know about you, King. <laughs> You're you my blood. Like, Lord, have mercy. Yeah, I, yeah, but, but
1: I mean, but now let me ask this. Do you think everything that we as a group, was set for us to go through, so we could be who we need to be in the future. I think yes, so, most definitely. I think yes. so, because yeah. like
0: the scripture saying in in Psalms, where David said, "My times are in Your hands." He's the, God is in control. He's in control Always. of of our lives, and and yeah, I you know. I'm going to touch on it like real quick. I know that there are different philosophies and things of that nature or what have you out there that say, you know, this is the formula to this. And if you, you know, if you attract this and if you blah, blah, this and that, no, (laughs) our times are in his hands and Mm -hmm. we have a purpose. I'm not negating certain things because they are useful. You know certain philosophies or what have you, but But, what we believe, right? But what we believe and what we know to be the truth is is that I don't have control over the next what's going to happen in thirty minutes from now. You know what I'm saying? I let me just break it down to like real, real stuff. There, there are certain things I know I don't have control over. Mm -hmm. I don't rise. I don't have anything to do with the sun and the moon setting and all that stuff well I'm just I'm here uh-huh. I'm a part of somebody's plan uh-huh. <laughs> we are we all are definitely I mean the way
1: society is set up now with all the different, well it's this is that it's this is that you know you know God ain't doing this God ain't doing that believe me what I went through what I went through. And not mean to cut your opinion. And when I said the little two year old became the mama, and I was a child, I had to read the Bible every day to bring my mind back, cause my mind was gone. I mean, people knock on the door, I would be like, quiet, don't say nothing, just you no. know,
0: I'm on lockdown, lockdown in
1: the house, you know, because I I want to say that we're dealing with different type of uh things. So I don't, you know, we need to get back to the format of the big mamas. We need to get back to the format Mm -hmm. of Uh, if you walk down the street and your neighbor see you're doing something wrong, that neighbor can say something to you and not worry about getting hurt. Mm -hmm. You know, we're not loving each other now. It's all all about I live next door to you, but I don't even know your name. I've been living here 10 years. Mm-hmm. You know, so cool. us as a, like, keep using the word people and everything. And believe me, at one point I was prejudiced, I'll get out. I have lost that now. So, you know, and to be honest, I think everybody still have a little prejudice in them. We do. You we know, got prejudice fat. I'm pretty sure my own self because I'm fat. I'm a fat And household. we
0: judge ourselves and others. Mm-hmm. We so, do. You know, uh,
1: we need to get back to the I don't want to say the underground railroad, but where we helped each other, where we reached out mm-hmm. and saw that someone mm-hmm. next door, family member passed mm-hmm. on and they bring food. I mean, where does stuff like that go? I mean
0: yeah, it's, 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 that, it's that fast-paced society that right. we've become accustomed to now that we're all so busy. And sometimes we just assume that everybody's good. Right. right. You know, a lot of people, now we got social media and people are, you know, posting up pictures from a party. But deep down from behind that picture, that person is suffering some depression or right. feeling some kind of way or what have you. But that smile on that picture though, look like we happy and having a, like
1: a million dollars. smile.
0: But that's the time we're in right now. People aren't really, we're not being real with ourselves, but this movement right here, this thing that we're starting here with, you know, loving us, love us as we are. That's exactly what it is. It's, coming raw, uncut real, authentic and saying hey love is in need of love today Mm -hmm. we have to love each other we have to pay it forward uh, in order to be blessed, in order to flourish in this time no matter what the economy is yeah. no no matter what's going on the love factor is a currency that can't be outdone right, yeah it is, I mean just like
1: I don't, you know, with the incident that happened yesterday in Florida, mm-hmm. that young man—they told the, the story that he killed seventeen people, but they didn't, didn't tell the whole story. We get what, what the, the media gives us. Me. Mm-hmm. But this young man just lost his mother not even a year ago. I'm not saying what he did. And don't nobody say, "Hey, she said it was all right." No, no. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is. He had issues. Nobody Nobody took the time to say, come here, talk to me. There were things going on with this young young man that his mother, not only did she die, but she, you know, she died suddenly. I mean, so even with that, what he did was wrong. But maybe if someone had reached out to him Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. just... Hugged him. Just gave him that hug before he walked out the house that day. The
0: might have changed. Changed, changed that whole day. Whole,
1: that whole day. Now we have seventeen people gone Mercy. because you don't know what was going through his mind. Right. You don't know and the sad part about it, we'll probably never know what was going through his mind because no matter what he will say at this point, it's going to be
0: you it's not gonna to be do. right. right. It's, it's not gonna be accepted from right. a genuine yeah. place. Now he has um, been, you know, portrayed as I'm his right. actions. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I
1: mean, you know, when I went through what I went through, I was going on, you know, dealing with stuff where I mentally was not there. I was calling mm-hmm. psychiatrist uh-huh. and everything. So, with that being said. If we don't get back, back to loving each other and being there for each other, mm-hmm. we are a doomed nation. We are, we are a doomed mm-hmm. world. You know, you got one man over, over there. there and, uh, um, I can't think where the man is at now. Kim, I think that's how you say his name. Over, over there playing with the buttons, shooting, uh, yes. missiles up in the air. Playing. You <laughs> what you gonna Then you got this man over here that's Saying, I I dare you. you." Come on now, we're grown folks now. Mm -hmm. Don't dare somebody that you don't know what... They're capable of. Right, right, right. right. Mm -hmm. You know, you're saying all that, you know, you got money to take your kids and jump on a plane and fly around in Air Force One. Mm -hmm. I don't. So, you know, please hush. But, (laughs) I mean, it's a thing where it's
0: no love. At all. No love at all. But that's the time we're in the love of many will be wax cold. I mean, the time, you know, the the Bible, the scriptures cannot and don't lie. You know, it's the people that interpret it or say, you know, and that's a whole nother thing there too. But that's the times, that's the signs of the time. That's what we're in. That's to be expected. All of this is, everything is going according to schedule. Yep. All right, so it looks like that is our time. We thank everyone for listening to the second segment, Loving Me, Myself, and I. And please stay tuned for our next topic, which is your heart lies in what you value. Also, don't forget that we're on social media. We're at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and also on Anchor. Um, you can find us on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash l o v e u s dot a s w e the letter r dot 39. Also Twitter, www.twitter.com forward slash love us as we are. And Instagram, www.instagram.com forward slash love us as we are. For anchor, you can go to anchor.fm forward slash l o v e dash us dash a s dash w e dash r once again thank you so much and stay thank tuned all righty family hello everybody uh how are hello. you doing today we are here yet again um this is our podcast uh, love us as we are i'm miracle Hi. i'm kenya chanel and i'm I'm
1: Punkin.
0: and today we're going to be talking about Loving me, myself, and I. Um, You know, this, for me, this kind of hit home, guys. Um, I actually sat down and I, you know, really took some time and defined actually the me, myself, and I and what it, you know, was representing in my life. And right now, I want to say that I had said that the me actually represents what others think I am. And then I had said that myself represents the bridge between the me and the I. And then the I for me represents who I am to myself. And um, it just kind of hit home because I was just like doing like a a self-evaluation and an assessment of how I came to who I am today, currently. Um, You know, it's, it's been a rough road from birth, actually. Um, For those who don't know me, I was actually born prematurely, uh, three pounds, 14 or 16 ounces, you know, come in the world fighting. Um, You know, I I find that, well, let me take take it back a step further. I'm finding that because I'm always asking who is Miracle? And I'm finding that I am. Miracle I, it's, it's just no other way for me to, to, to put it. Um, I am that one that, you know, always wants to try and help others. I'm always that one to not think less of myself, but I give so much that I forget to give to myself. And I think the topic for today, it hit home because that's something that I had to, you know, really work on. You know, you can't give so much and and not pour into yourselves. And so, you know, again, guys, when we came up with this whole Love Us As We Are movement, that was really one of the things that um, hit home for me because, again, you know, we want to pour into you all, but we also have to pour into ourselves. And so... um, Like I said, over my experiences, you know, the past relationships, you know, that I've had and growing up, you know, without my biological father, he had um, gotten killed, I think, when I was either one or two. Mm -hmm. And I've always been um, in a situation or, you know, in the back of my head, I've always yearned for, you know, that bond between a father and a a daughter. Of course, you know, I, I had my stepfather. Shout out to Glenn Corley. Hey, um, man. but Mama. you know, you still yearn, you know, for that biological dad, and I, I didn't have that. And so, from the you know the relationships that I was in, now looking back, I could tell, you know, the issues. I don't think I ever really lost myself because I've, I'm I'm a strong you know individual and I'm very you know strong-headed. I I haven't experienced depression or anything like that, but I compromised. And thinking about this topic, loving me, myself, and I, I had to get to a point where I began to love myself because if you love yourself, you're not going to compromise for nobody. You know, it's just like until you get sick and tired of being sick and tired, you're not going to do anything Mm -hmm. about it. And I think I had gotten to that point and I just really began to, you know, turn around. Um, and again, audience, I am not perfect. I still have flaws, but I think the difference between now and then is that I'm at a stage and I, I, I'm, I'm more God conscious now because you know, I'm spiritual and, um, He's just, you know, giving me the strength to just really self-evaluate and to to look past, you know, what's on the outside, to begin to work on what's in the inside. And it's a two-way street because, you know, in order for you to love somebody, you know, genuinely, you have to first love yourself. Mm -hmm. And in order for me to love,